It's another episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. We welcome a 2022 NHL draft prospect onto our show. We have a great conversation with him. You are not going to want to miss it. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlock right beside me. On today's episode of Locked On Coyotes, we have a fantastic episode for you uh, today. We had the opportunity to speak with a 2022 NHL draft prospect uh, defenseman from the Victoria Royals, Wyatt Wilson. We're going to talk to that. We're going to get to that in just a moment. First, I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Like I said, in a little bit, we are going to hear from from Wyatt Wilson. We have an interview with them, um, and uh, you know, I thought it's def- definitely a good interview, Carl. Absolutely, uh, Wyatt Wilson is kind of the like just talking to him. He seemed like the quintessential Saskatoon hockey player, like extremely humble, like said all of the right things, like both on ice and off ice all about improving his leadership, improving his game. Just a great person to talk to. Seems like a phenomenal human being. Uh, definitely going to be a person to watch just, you know, in the next couple of years. Absolutely. Um, we really enjoyed talking with him, and we want to uh, go ahead and toss it right now so you guys can go ahead and enjoy our conversation with, once again, defenseman from the Victoria Royals, Wyatt Wilson. It is time now to welcome our guest here on Locked On Coyotes. We have a very special guest, a eligible player in the 2022 NHL entry draft, Wyatt Wilson from the Victoria Royals. Wyatt, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Well, Happy guess, to have you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great to have you. You know, it's, um, you know, we're enjoying our summers. Hope, you, hope you're enjoying over there. How's the weather in uh, Saskatchewan? Uh, it's pretty nice right now. Actually, right now it's raining, but... Um, it's starting to get hot. I mean, we're 35 degrees this past weekend. So, um, yeah, it's start, starting to get nice, which is, uh, which is good. So, so 35 degrees uh, for our American listeners, 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, always need to make that. You are surprisingly hotter than I thought because that is just a couple of degrees, uh, you know, less than Arizona and we are experiencing a major heat wave right now. So <laughs> I was not expecting it to be that high. Yeah. Yeah. It gets, uh, it actually gets pretty hot here in the summers. People don't, people don't realize how hot it gets. Some days you, you got to stay inside. I'm sure it's the same there, but um, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, at least cool you would be used to it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. But I guess a couple, you know, a couple things, and also this go is uh, first. Have you have you been following the uh, the Stanley Cup final? Do you have? Uh... Yeah, I uh, I have been. I watched a little bit of that game last night, seven nothing. I was a little surprised by that. Uh, um, that's pretty bizarre in a Stanley Cup final, especially the caliber of those two teams. It's like holy, something's something's not working. So um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next game. I think um, I don't huh. really have a favorite though. I mean, they're both pretty skilled teams, obviously. Colorado's the um, favorite right now, but I guess we'll see. 
Yeah. I, I remember reading a lot of stats and people being like, Tampa Bay starts slow, but they tend to like bounce back. And then they just came out and, you know, dropped it 7 0. And you're like, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. That was not the bounce back I was expecting. Yeah. Definitely, definitely caught some people off guard for sure. Absolutely. So let's 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 get a little bit, um, you know, into you and the stuff that you've that you've done. You just ha- had a uh, your most recent season at the Victoria Royals. How did that go? How did you feel about that? Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely an up and down season. We had a a really really good group of guys. I mean, olds were really good to you know the young guys, the 16, 17 year olds, and um, we were a young team. So uh, the next few years we're going to be. I mean, next year we're going to be a super super deep and talented team so hopefully make a good run but myself I ran into a little bit of injury trouble there I uh, um, broke my orbital bone and shattered my cheek in like nine places so um, that put me out for like yeah 17 18 games but um, you know you learn how to bounce back and recover from that and you know come back even stronger so how's the recovery doing is it a lot of like physical therapy are you mostly over it you're still kind of working on it yeah I'm uh I'm over it it happened about um nine or 10 games in and it was just kind of a freak accident a guy cut to the middle and um I kind of just took his helmet right off the face and yeah I was down on the ice before I knew it but um yeah there wasn't a whole lot of you know therapy to go along with it you just had to you know you couldn't elevate your heart rate because you know you have a chance of your um eye socket falling out or bleeds obviously so um your eye falling out sorry not your socket but um yeah so you just kind of had to take it easy for the um you know six to eight weeks that I was off and just relax and watch a lot of hockey. So, I mean, I guess you I'm, can't really complain of that, right? Watching, I mean, like, I mean, obviously you'd prefer to be to be, to be playing and skating, but I mean, it's always nice to watch the watch the sport. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh, I went through a lot of my game clips and kind of you know critiqued myself in that time, and obviously you know helped out as much as I could at the rink. You know, whether it was you know saying hi to the guys and getting them in the mood and keeping them in line sometimes it's yeah it's always nice to be around the ring still so i mean one of the things that we've talked about uh throughout the season because the coyotes dealt with so many injuries uh it was a regular topic for us uh was just like the ability of players to kind of like bounce back from an injury because they're doing things like you said they're watching like the game tape they're seeing where to improve that they're able to focus on like that uh do you think that you like were able to do that really well um is that something where like there was areas of your game where you're like, huh, I should be doing this. Like, especially like early on in the season, that's like a good learning point. Right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I know when I went through my game clips, I was just watching kind of the defensive zone more. I was good in the offensive zone, but um, you know, just picking up guys and, you know, knowing where they are and stick positioning and um, yeah, just really going over my defensive game while I was hurt there. So. Absolutely. Nice. Outside of that, look, um, just looking at you know, just you know, some of the stuff that you've done uh, while the, uh, with uh, Victoria, and you've had a uh, um, one of your games. You were you were a star versus the game against Kamloops. Talk, talk about that game. Yeah, that was uh, that was a pretty cool game. My uh, my parents actually flew down for that, and uh, I was in the second period. My little brother, we play on the same team, so he's a centerman, and he won the draw back, and the puck came to me, and I um, you know got a shot through, and it ended up going in. So. It was pretty cool. My little brother assisted my first uh, WHL goal, and my parents were there to see it. It was a pretty special moment. That is so, like, heartwarming. Like, your family is involved in, like, every single level. That has got to be, like, one of the standout moments for yeah. You know, yeah, the for next sure. couple of years. Yeah, it couldn't have gone any better, that's for sure. 
um you mentioned so you, you mentioned you mentioned your brother how is that like um playing alongside alongside a sibling yeah it's uh it's good he likes to play i mean we both like to play pretty rough and um, you know the hard style game so sometimes he likes to you know get involved with some of the older guys in the league the 20 year olds and um you know sometimes i have to step in and help him a little bit but um, other than that no it's pretty good we don't fight too too much and um yeah so Gotcha. And, and for listeners at home uh, who may not be able to tell, uh, I have you listed at 6'3", 205 pounds. So definitely <laughs> seems like a player who could uh, help out a little brother. Uh, I know my older brother definitely was not 6'3", uh, and was not <laughs> able to provide that kind of help. Yeah. yeah I know it's, it's, uh, it's super nice to play with him. I mean, the last time we played together was, well, I guess we played five games in midget, but the last time before that would have been like initiation so um yeah it's easier for our parents who i mean they're not flying to two different places so yeah oh, they yeah, don't have to worry I'm... about getting two jerseys and like rooting yeah. for one over the other yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh i mean yeah it's, it's like having to go through the split jerseys if you ever guys played if you were to ever have to play each other oh, yeah. yeah uh yeah well, luckily yeah. you don't have to yeah yeah no, what? Just for for the listeners and viewers, describe your game. Like, what do you think is kind of your strong points of of your game? Yeah, I like to play a you know two way and physical fast game. I uh, like to make a good first pass, and then I take pride in defending really well. And I feel like if you defend well, you know um, opportunities jump up in the offensive zone. You know, you can jump into the rush and you know find that extra seam as a fourth forward. So. I like to I like to be hard on other guys' top players. I know this year um, I line matched quite a few top lines, and you know playing against you get so much better because you're playing against you know first rounders and second rounders and you know guys that are drafted and signed in the NHL. It was it was an experience for sure. Also been pretty described as you know as fairly physical, you know, um, and uh, something that's been a, a major point of discussion here on our show is that's a that's something that fits the bill of what the coyotes want in their players uh just talk about that you know just like that you know the physicality and and just like that part of the game yeah um i love to play physical obviously because it's a huge adrenaline rush and i mean there's not a ton of guys anymore that um you know are physical and play two-way games and are able to skate i mean you have to be able to skate and i feel like i'm a um a pretty strong skater but um yeah just you can change the game just like that with a you know, a massive hit or, you know, guys get scared of you and then it opens up room for your forward. So I feel like you know, a big physical guy like me can definitely help out a team. Yeah, I know. Um, I know I love seeing uh, physical players in there every now and then. And in, in even even now in the game, in, in the day and age where where skill is like, su- is supposed to be everything. Um, so when we get physicality in there, I'm like, I love it. yeah, <laughs> for sure. We're talking of Wyatt Wilson, defenseman from the victoria royals on today's episode of locked on coyotes hope you guys are enjoying our this conversation so far we still have a lot to get to on this interview before we get into any more though we do have some house cleaning items and i want to let you guys know about our friends from built bar because they're always coming out with new flavors and they've truly outdone themselves with the new mud pie flavor for the first time ever built is including a mud pie flavor in both the built in, in both mud pie bar and mud pie Buff, puff. Not sure what it tastes like? Well, if you're a chocolate fan, you better sit down for this because the new Mud Pie Bar is 
rich whipped cream and chocolate mousse smothered in 100% real chocolate and topped with cookies and cream cum- crumble. Just me describing that makes me hungry to try to try it. I got the, um, I got a chance to try my own. Um, and you, I do have to say, you guys absolutely have to try the mud pie flavor. Uh, in both the bar and the puff, they are both absolutely phenomenal. And they're available only for a limited time. You got to go to, so visit built.com and taste the deliciousness for yourself. Not convinced? Luckily, we saved the best for less because built is actually good for you too. No, really. It, it All it is, it's really uh, fantastic. Here are some of the uh some of the nutritional info for you. It is packed with 16 grams of protein and only 150 calories and 8 grams of sugar. It's like your mom baked the most deliciously creamy chocolate mud pie and wrapped it up just for you. Once again, these mud pie built bars are and puffs are available at built.com right now, but they are going fast. So go ahead and check it out yourself. Go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And we have an important favor to ask. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and about your favorite podcasts on Locked On to make them even better. This is an opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about the Locked On podcast. You can go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started it won't take long and everyone that enters and completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 100 ticket master gift cards to take our audience survey you can go to lockdownpodcast.com slash survey thanks for your help um based off of that kind of play style is there anyone that you can that uh, that you compare yourself to yeah, I would say, uh, well, there's a couple couple players. I'll go three players here. Um, you know, Seth Jones is a big frame. He, uh, he moves the puck well, um, defends super well. And then another guy I like to compare myself to is, you know, Jacob Truba. Truba's a big physical guy. Um, you know, he's definitely puts fear in his um, opponents. That's for sure and lays some, you know, momentum-changing hits. And then um, the last guy is Mark Giordano. Um, Mark's leadership on at the ice is, you know, like no other. I mean, he's always at um, charity events and children's hospital and out in the community just giving back. So I feel like that's a huge, a huge part of the game nowadays too. Um, you mentioned, so you, you, you mentioned that leadership aspect and like, um, and that's another thing too. That's, that's, that's a huge, um, a huge element, at, you know, you know, come into hockey. Like what are some of the things that you, that, that, that you do is like that, that that show that example that leadership example yeah um yeah kind of like i said i modeled my um game after game and off ice after mark you know um actually this past weekend i ran up to regina and gave my cousin she just got over breast cancer so i gave her my breast cancer jersey and um i was at my school the other day you know helping out with track and field so whether it's it doesn't have to be always on the ice i mean obviously on the ice you know i try to um keep the guys focused and when they're needed, you know, help them out and round them up and keep them in line. And, um, you know, or even in the dressing room, the guys are down, we're going into a period and we're down a couple goals, you know, it's just like, come on guys, like, let's go here. We got this. Right. So. Yeah. And it does seem like the players who like contribute off the ice, like that, that translates really well to on ice leadership. So it sounds like you're doing great things, like more than I was doing when I was your age. I will, <laughs> 
readily admit that. Yeah, thank you. Um, a couple other things too. Um, I, one of the things that uh, I think that we, that, we, that Carl and I were discussing that we wanted to ask too is because uh, as as you know, players get ready for uh, for their draft year. Obviously, there are teams that ask really interesting questions, to say the least. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've heard? Uh, there's not two two weird questions. I mean. There might have been one on Montreal's something about a bank or something robbing a bank or taking money if it was there. But you know, I think they just want to get to know you more on a personal level. I mean, they see you on the ice, they know what you're like on the ice, so they just want to kind of get to know your character and a little bit more about you. Gotcha. So you told Montreal that you would rob the bank. Is that <laughs> no. no, no, I didn't. No, I, I honestly could never. Oh, it drives me insane. But. <laughs> I mean, robbing a bank, you need leadership. It shows a determination. <laughs> Please don't listen to me. I've never been drafted by an NHL team. I do not think they want you to rob banks. Yeah. Do you know why I go through a little bit more? Do you have anything else, Carl? Uh, so um, you, you're playing your first year with Victoria. You said that we're – you're expecting like a much better year next year. Like the team is going to be young, hungry. Like what areas are you looking to improve your game going into the next year? Yeah, I think uh, my offensive side of the game is definitely one thing I'd like to improve. Um, you know, running lanes and getting shots from the point is another one. And then obviously, you know, as a bigger guy, you always have to work on your skating. And that's something I've, you know, I've been working on ever since I've got home since the season ended. I didn't even take a break. I just got right into it. So, yeah. Nice. And are you, I imagine you're working with like coaching and stuff to improve that, all that. And yeah. Yeah. So the next, in the next week here, I uh, move up to Moose Shots about an hour and a half away from Swift and I'm on the ice five days a week in the gym, you know, once at least every day, maybe twice. So um, they have a really good facility up there for that. Wow. And like, I mean, I imagine you're not doing too much for strength right now. Just like, but like just the stats I was listing for you, like, do you need to like gain muscle or anything? Or is it, is it mostly um, kind of working on like speed and like, like you said, the shot? Yeah, it's, it's mostly, you know, speed stuff and, you know, on ice specifics, but um, definitely put on, um, you know, a couple pounds of muscle. I think that's, I can't, you obviously can't get too big or you won't be able to move, but um, yeah, just maybe a couple pounds of muscle and just, you know, keep working on speed in my first couple quick steps. Nice. Um, plus also, you know, other things to, uh, um, to, to get ready for the next season, you know, obviously the, uh, um, from, I was reading more about Victoria, Victoria has another captain that, uh, a, um, a kid who's already been signed into a, uh, into, into an ELC in uh, um, and Gannon Laroque, what's it like, um, uh, playing alongside, alongside him as well. And, and, yeah. and training um, from him. Me and, me and Gannon. Uh, we're pretty much D partners the whole year. Um, he taught me a ton. I mean, he's been to an NHL camp. He's, you know, played in the AHL a couple games and he knows what it's all about, whether it's, you know, recovery or, you know, pregame meals. He's it all. So I owe a lot to him. So does he tell you a lot, like a lot of those, a lot of those things that, that he, that he's been working on that, that maybe that, that he gives you those advice about to get ready? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We're actually, uh, 
we're actually in the same agency. So we had agency camp up there last weekend and, you know, we're always, you we're always pushing each other and it's always a competition between us two. So. Yeah. I, I mean, like we always check in on like rookie development camps and those kind of things. And it does seem like there is such a like importance of like eating right and doing things that when I first started watching hockey, uh, people probably cared a little bit less about, but it's great to hear that you're starting young with that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I wish I started eating healthier when I was your age. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you know, um, you know, it's unheard of, but guys doing it, it, it shows on the ice. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I guess a couple other things too is um, one one thing I definitely definitely want to ask is we're within the like within under a month until the draft. I guess overall, how are you feeling for that? Good. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a little bit nervous, but I mean, you know, whatever whatever happens happens. It's not gonna um, affect me. Just keep working hard and um, pursuing my dream, obviously. So, is, is there a team? And, and I don't want to necessarily put you on blast for this, or or have you like commit to anything? Is there a team that you think would be a great fit for you, like in terms of like just on ice or off or? Um, honestly, you know, it'd be an a blessing if I, if I went to any team, you know, it'd be a unbelievable opportunity, you know, to, I just want a chance to prove myself and that's, um, that's about it. So that's all I ask for. Great answer. Great answer. <laughs> we love it. And, uh, to, to, uh, to put things in, in, in certain ways, I mean, Hey, Arizona is one of those places and it's, it gives, it, it gives a lot of those players a, a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I seen that new rink that just got passed. I think the uh, I forget what it's called now. Um, anyways, it looked unbelievable, like crazy. Yeah, there, there's the there's the college one, and there's still the planning for the big one. It's yeah, yeah. It is a lot of minutia that uh, hopefully you would not have to deal with if the Coyotes <laughs> drafted you. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, by that point, it, you know, by, by that point, you're not to worry too much, like. The moment, like the moment you make it, maybe make your, your, your debut. It's like, it's already, it's already ready for you. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be unreal. Yeah. I mean, it, it does seem like it'd be pretty cool to start your career in a brand new NHL building. Like very few players really get to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a lot do get to say that. That's right. Plus, um, you know, I, we, we, I asked you about the weather earlier. I got out We talked about the weather here. Like, uh, would you be looking forward at all to to leaving practice in shorts and flip flops? We make that joke all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. We uh, we're pretty lucky in Victoria. I mean, it's it's pretty nice there all there all year round. But um, you know, you come back home to Saskatchewan in the winters, and it's you know um, negative thirty five, negative forty some days. So you definitely can't leave the rink in flip flops and uh, shorts in that weather. Yeah, I remember when I first started talking to the Arizona State University hockey program, they would say like, yeah, we just bring kids down from Saskatchewan. And they're like, why is it 70 degrees out in winter? Like, yeah, it's just how Arizona is. Yeah, Yeah, uh, I actually went down to Arizona for a hockey tournament the one year. and It was in middle of December and we got there and it's like, what is going on? Like, this is is crazy, unreal, but... (laughs) It definitely does shock people when you come yeah. down here. It shocked me when I first moved down here a few yeah. a few years back. So, so um, and 
everyone we've talked to about the um, you know the Coyotes draft picks have pretty much agreed that the Coyotes are not interested in rushing any kind of players. Anyone they draft is going to be you know needing a couple years of development. You already said you kind of want to work on your offensive aspect of the game. Is there anything like kind of like a little bit more long term, like the next three years? Where do you really see yourself as a player? Yeah, um, you know I'm hopefully in three years. Um, playing in the AHL, you know, developing. And, you know, like you said, I never rush things, you know, you make the jump when you're ready and then, you know, that's when you get your best outcomes. So. Very nice. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, we, yeah, that's what we try to, we try to promote. It's like um, we've seen prospects get rushed in the NHL and it sometimes gives us, <laughs> gives, gives us a little hard jump. I know, I know, yeah. I know like, it's just like, like are they ready yeah yeah <laughs> and, and it's a tough call because i'm sure like as a player you want to be playing against the top competition you mentioned like you're playing against the top line that's where you really improve your game because you're learning you know how to face the best but you know being willing to like go to the ahl you know, put in the minutes especially as a defenseman like it's just a really important step and a really great way of looking at it yeah yeah, exactly. You can, yeah, sometimes, you know, you want to be at that top level, but you might not get some minutes you want. So it's almost sometimes better to, you know, um, you know, drop down into the A even and, um, you know, get all your minutes improve, and then, you know, next year make the jump to the NHL. Right. So. And the AHL is a great development league, right? Oh it, yeah. It, 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 like a lot of alumni can, you know, will jump from the AHL and end up becoming really, really good NHLers. So yeah. it's, it's, it's fantastic. Right. And we are seeing, like, especially more of the Western teams, like, move their AHL teams closer to kind of get players up, yeah. provide more, like, kind of hands-on support. Uh, it's not like you would have to fly out from, like, Springfield, Massachusetts a couple times a year if you get called <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, um, so, if, like, as, as we go through this, anything that we haven't touched on that's maybe something that you feel like you'd have, that you'd, you'd like to share with, um, with our with our listeners, with you know, with Coyotes fans, with hockey fans out here, who like that, it's like, all right, I want, I want these people to know this is Wyatt Wilson. Uh, not not overly though. I think I've I've you know, kind of touched on everything. But like I said, you know, I obviously be um, a blessing to go to any organization, you know, whether it's you know, Arizona or wherever. So you know, I'm excited for what's to come. And yeah, and that's what you got, Carl. Okay. <laughs> No, I just wanted to say uh, why it was it was great talking to you. It, it sounds like you are going to be a really good player, have the the right energy, the right determination. Best of luck at the draft. Hope to hear yeah. your name. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you guys. That was our interview with Victoria Rollins defenseman Wyatt Wilson. A fantastic conversation. I really enjoyed talking with him. Yeah, absolutely. Seemed like a really good guy um, and a really good player. He definitely like seems like he could be a good fit for the Coyotes. Not something that we could really talk about him like with him, but you know, yeah. he definitely has a spot. The Coyotes need defensemen. They need physical defensemen. That's totally the Bill Armstrong style. Plus, I love I love his mindset. Right, I love that mindset of just like. Um, you know, first that leadership mindset. Plus also he's like, you know, like, I just want to have that opportunity. Right. I just want to, you know, like, you know, prove that, you know, like, like essentially prove, prove that he belongs in the NHL and which, 
which I really love. I really love, and like he, he, he and he seems in that sense that he doesn't want to rush it either, right? He doesn't. He want. He wants to go at the pace that he feels comfortable with, and that's fantastic. Yeah, um, the fact that he said that he was like looking forward to the AHL, like that is a very realistic, like you know, view of his career. There are some players who are like, no, I want to make the jump to the NHL right away, and you know. You don't want to say they're delusional, but that's that's not how their career is going to go. He had a, a very realistic outlook for, for what his next steps are, and that's very important for a player. It is really nice to see uh, see a player that, ha- that has that kind of mindset. And once again, we're super glad to have Wyatt Wilson on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Anyways, that is going to be it for today's episode. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review. Like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your shows, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash LockedOnCoyotes, on Instagram at LockedOnCoyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leano. Carl Pavlock is Carl Pavlock F. Anyway, with us, ask a question right now. We might answer right back around a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes Podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Ah!